Tallapoosa, Missouri. Footnotes by Gil Johannesson. The page six article actually read, Here's one to brighten your Mercedes-Benz fall fashion week. Federal officials say that fashion terrorist Boy Hernandez is headed for Gitmo. Let's hope this junior designer likes bright orange jumpsuits, because that's what he'll be wearing 24-7. The president authorized Hernandez's one-way ticket to the maximum security compound by the Bay on Wednesday, setting a new precedent in the war on terror. Hernandez will be the first Guantanamo detainee captured on U.S. soil. The fashion terrorist had been living illegally in the Williamsburg area since 2002. Like many other illegal immigrants from Mexico, Hernandez dodged officials for years. His independent women's fashion label, Boy, was expected to be a major ATM for Hernandez as of next season. Sources say that once Boy took off, the proceeds would have backed terrorist sleeper cells. Their whereabouts are still unknown. We don't know where they plan to strike, said White House correspondent Mike Anspa. Be it the White House, the Empire State Building, or Tallapoosa, Missouri, it doesn't matter. Put us on the board. We got one. Big ass, bald-faced, barbed wire lies. My first day in America, September 13, 2002, was the most eye-opening day of my life. I never had any foul intentions, especially toward the city that took me into her unbiased arms, wrapped me up in her warm September skin, and gave me a big maternal smooch. Mwah! New York City was a utopia. By contrast, there was Manila, my hometown. I grew up on the north end in a wealthy suburb. Tobacco Gardens, corner of Marlborough and Cools. No kidding. Though I didn't come from tobacco money. My parents had a private practice, which made us middle class at best. Hernandez y Hernandez, ear, nose, and throat. I left the suburbs at 17 to attend fashion school at FIM. Footnote. FIM is the Fashion Institute of Makati, Makati City, Manila. It was there that I began to choke on my own city's mistakes. The crowded motorways, barrios, dirt, and smog gave me a bad case of acne and an all-consuming desire to get the hell out of there. And Manila was no place for a serious designer of women's wear. One had to go to New York or London. After graduation, I couldn't imagine staying put what is it that they say? Home is where you hang yourself? From the arrival terminal at JFK, I directed my cabbie to drive me to the foot of Manhattan, Battery Park. I had studied my maps. I had always dreamed of seeing the Statue of Liberty on my first day in America, no matter how impractical it was from my point of arrival. I wanted it to be a part of my first memory just like in the immigrant narratives I had read as a teenager. Oscar de la Renta, Diane von Furstenberg, etc. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. I was being sentimental, I know. 
But what rebirth is complete without a proper baptism? Seeking out Lady Liberty was my way of christening myself an American and a New Yorker to boot. We hit the Van Wyck, as my guidebook said it was pronounced, which took us through an unsavory part of Queens. Now, from what I saw of it, Queens was a desolate place, much unlike what I would come to know as the city proper. Panel homes gave way to industrial factories. On-ramp gave way to on-ramp. It wasn't until we rolled along the BQE, passing a massive cemetery with thousands of ornate tombstones, that I realized Queens, too, had its own filthy beauty. As my taxi approached a little bridge I couldn't pronounce, there it was on my left. Footnote. His right, actually. And it's the